I'm Asia. I'm Christy. And you're listening to the Glow Up Girls Podcast. Hey guys, thanks for joining the Glow Up Girls Podcast. I'm Asia. And I'm Christy. We are your modern day golden girls talking about beauty, aging, and dating. In today's episode, we're going to talk about plastic surgery, do it or don't, and then also cheaters. Ew. Not the TV show about you guys that can't keep their dick in their pants. Okay. So, first of all, I'm going to introduce myself. My name is Asia DeMarcos. I'm a licensed esthetician. I am also a medical skincare rep for over 20 years. And I'm a mom. And I am recently single after a 10-year relationship. And I'm just letting it all hang out. Oh, yeah, girl, you got it going on. And my name is Christy, and I'm single as well, and I'm loving it. And I'm a licensed esthetician as well, along with being a sugarist here in California. And I love what I do, and I love being a mom of three kids and enjoying life right now. I love my life. So if you want to be in my life or if you want to date me, you got to come on in. You want to date me? Well, first of all, you need to prove yourself because no more are we letting these guys get into our heart and our headspace until they've proven themselves. You don't, you, there's a lot of sweet talkers and charmers out there. We know that for a know? fact. And we're, you know, in another episode, we'll talk a little bit more about red flags, narcissists, future faking, breadcrumbing, all that stuff that gets us hooked in. But from this point on, you know, the honeymoon phase lasts about six to eight months. I'm not giving my heart or my headspace to anyone until they've proven themselves for six months to a year, I think. I'm, I'm going to say I'm not going to entertain anybody unless they show me divorce papers. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. So that's it. Okay, we'll get to that. But let's talk about plastic surgery first. Um, Christy, I know you went under the knife. After you've had three couple kids. times. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. A couple of times. All right. So what, what, uh, you know, how did this process come about? Like, when did you know that you were like ready for this? You know, well, being in the industry um, for quite some time now, I've worked for a couple of plastic surgeons. So I've seen women go in there, women go out of there looking fantastic. I mean, I think the woman's body is gorgeous anyways, no matter what shape, size they are. But when you do any type of plastic surgery, you're basically enhancing it, right? So I'm all about enhancing and tweaking. As long as you have the funds and the means to do it, it's all good. If it's going to make you feel better about yourself and it's going to make you walk prouder and feel more feminine, I'm all for it. But like for people that continue to get surgery after surgery after surgery, when they take a line of credit out and they can't afford mm. it, or when they start to look really plasticky and fake and alienish or catish, I'm not about that. There is a line, a fine line that you draw where you don't want to go overboard and look like a freak show, right? But I'm all about plastic surgery if it's going to help you feel better about yourself. Well, you see that mm -hmm. on Botched a lot, that TV show. I watch that a lot. It's like the more stuff you do, the increase of chances you have of things going wrong, right? So they're constantly fixing everyone's mistakes, like weird 
boob implants that people stick in their ass, you know, and then the, now there's scar tissue and complications. But it is. You see the people that are overdo the plastic surgery that look like Catwoman um, are the ones that have the most problems. So I think getting to a good point preventatively just to make things tight and right. Um, you know, I do uh, everything else. I do all the lasers, the threads, you know, the fillers, the neurotoxins. Um, I definitely am going to need a uh, face and neck lift probably in the next couple of years. I mean, I want because I just want to get ahead of things. Like I know mm-hmm. I, I know I look good, but um, I think it's just an opportunity to get ahead of things before things get too bad. And then you're, right. you're, you're spending more money later. But, you know, you had a baby, so you had some extra skin, you, some stretch marks probably, right? Mm-mm. No stretch marks? Okay. We have my biggest skin. thing, when I did have my stomach done, because I had a mini tummy tuck, when I did have it done, it was because I had a muffin top. I had that, sublet, that um, type of fat, subcutaneous fat that was lodged in there that no matter how hard I worked out or what I did, I couldn't get rid of it. And so when I went to get consultations from various different plastic surgeons, they all told me the same thing. That's something that needs to be removed and fixed. Nothing's going to fix that with exercise or sweat. So that's what I did. Hmm. They went in and they took the muffin top out. And when they stitched me back up, they did the corset stitch. So mm-hmm. it kind of sucks everything in and holds everything back together. Gives you more of a you know, waistline. I, did, yeah. mm-hmm. um, I was never fat. When I had the procedure done, I was 115 pounds. I had no stretch marks, no saggy skin. It was just that poochy that poochy muffin top there that bothered me because I had a six pack above that, but below that, it was just weird looking. It looked like I was pregnant all the time. And after having three kids and after having my third kid at 41 years of age, yeah, I needed to invest in that area of my body. And um, along with that, I've had a boob job Mm -hmm. as well. Um, And thank God it didn't go too big because I don't have any stretch marks there either. But I think once you play around with that section and depending mm-hmm. on what type of skin you have, you can create um, stretch marks. We can create like uh, keloids on darker skin keloids, types. Keloids, yeah. That's a problem mm-hmm. for us. And um, yeah, Caucasian skin, typically they have more stretch marks. And, you know, I, this brings me to this also this point of this jackass that I met last week who took me out to dinner and trying to get me to a hotel room first night and I was telling him how I used to be a personal trainer aerobics instructor he was like one of these martial arts kind of guys he had a good body whatever but he said oh are you gonna look like melted ice cream when I take my clothes off and I was like you motherfucker this is why women's bodies are beautiful and because we gave birth it's, I think it should be more beautiful and to each their own. If it's going to make you feel more comfortable, make you feel more confident. Obviously, this guy, what if I did look like melted ice cream? He just killed it. He just killed it because I'm never going to be naked in front of him ever after that comment. But maybe that was his segue for you to say, oh, I am no melted ice cream. You want to see big boy? And then like. <laughs> Big boy. <laughs> little boy. Oh, yeah. Wasn't he like a little bit like a He's five four? Five- Five seven, like seriously, dude. Come on, Napoleon complex. I'd like, be like, hey, get over yourself. 
I will show you my melted ice cream if you show me five inches in height right now, bro. <laughs> right? Oh, what a jackass. But anyway, I, you know, I just, I, I, I couldn't get it out of my head because I felt like, you know, and I have girlfriends that are very insecure about their stomach. They haven't had surgery. They say, oh, I'm going to have surgery, you know. Um, and I think that is part of the problem why women get a little cuckoo in the head over the way they look you know and the the chase of trying to look younger and more youthful I think for for yeah you and I um people will automatically look at us and be like oh they're vain because they've gotten a lot of work done like I understand you can look at me and be like yeah she's had stuff done look at her I'm not going to deny it. I'm not going to lie about it like I've never gotten it done. However, I want to look becoming. I don't want to look like a freak show, fake ass um, California chick. I'm not about I just that. Like heaping things up. We are in the aesthetic industry. We have things handed to us most of the time for free or at very least the discount. So uh, people come to me. I had an online beauty persona you know, prior to this podcast and another podcast, a beauty podcast, people come to me and ask me for advice and help. So that's just the way it is. But, you know, you can judge me for how I look. Again, beauty is subjective. We do this again um, because we like the way it looks and the way it makes us feel. But again, you can, it can turn into a little bit of a sickness. And I've personally had a few complications with a few uh, some things that I've done recently because I am getting to the point where I'm like, okay, better. I need to slow down because it, it can be a little bit too much. Hold on a second. We have a guest a guest here. What do you want? My my child just walked through the door. Okay, okay, okay. I will deal with that later. <laughs> Sorry about that. But no, I totally understand what you're saying with that. Absolutely. I mean. You know, there's some celebrities like J-Lo who says, oh, I've never gotten any Botox done. Come on, sister. Oh, come on, girl. Let's keep well, it know, it's real. It's not olive oil. Yeah. Yeah. I put coconut oil, oil all over my face yeah. every single night. Right. Right. Give me a break. Get out of here. You know, and I know a lot of men that say age on a woman looks sexy. Um, look at uh, Cindy Crawford uh, recently pictures of her she says she doesn't do anything she doesn't really look like she does anything um i think paulina portskova too i saw online recently where they're just aging gracefully and they look beautiful now because we have asian descent we naturally already kind of have the aging in reverse gene so we're lucky that way um but then also being in the industry good skincare good sunscreen mm -hmm. good nutrition all of that stuff is helping us age slower as well yeah i think nutrition plays a big role in the ladies that don't choose to do anything absolutely because you, you can tell by their physique too that they obviously eat properly right yeah. and when you eat properly not only does it show on your physique it shows on your skin yep everything mm -hmm. everything mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. yeah. yeah i love i i mean women are awesome we I think, are we are beautiful beautiful beings yeah i think um sorry i think um if you are looking to go under the knife do you have any suggestions on how to do some research christy 
Well, make sure you go to more than one consultation, more to more than one plastic surgeon. I, when I did my research, um, of course, I've been in the industry, so I knew who exactly to go to. But um, I went to some people. I went to consultations to some of these doctors that treated my friends or did surgery on my friends. So I saw their work firsthand. I knew, you know, what questions to ask, what questions um, to really take into consideration while talking to these surgeons. Mm -hmm. And of course, I would never go to TJ or Mexico just to save a couple thousand dollars. Totally not necessary or worth it. Not worth your health, not worth your appearance. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how much money you're saving. You're better off playing it safe and going the right route. Mm -hmm. It's all about your health, right? At the end. I think also um, word of mouth, getting a referral and seeing somebody else's work. Um, Instagram's huge. I know a lot of plastic surgeons post their um, work online. But also uh, real self is a really good um, review system for medical professionals. I think that's a really good place to start. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. So plastic surgery, not for everyone. But again, risks are involved. Make sure you do your research. Make sure that... You um, you plan ahead. You make sure you have someone that can help you and take care of you for the what the first week or two. I mean, I guess it really depends on what you're. It getting depends, done. yeah. But mm. um, yeah, plastic surgery. I think it's great. Yeah, God, I can't bless wait to get it. some. <laughs> yeah, God bless it. You know what? Yeah, it is true though. It is addicting. So be careful. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's not be botched. Let's not. I want to talk about cheaters. I've been cheated on. My one of my boyfriends. My first, God, not one of my boyfriends. I don't say he was one of my first boyfriends, but I've been cheated on once. And he said he cheated because I wasn't giving him enough attention. Okay. So tell me, Christy, I know you have a lot of experience in this area. Tell me, why do men cheat? Oh, thank you. I'm so honored. I know (laughs) that you're, you're an expert in this. Please sign me up. Well, yeah, absolutely. So um, I know people cheat for different reasons. Men and women usually cheat for different reasons. So what I do know um, from my therapist or from our therapist, women usually cheat because they're not getting emotionally filled in their marriage or in their relationship. So when they're not getting emotionally filled because they are emotional beings, right? They sometimes go outside the marriage or maybe to a friend that's a man and find emotional fulfillment in that man. And sometimes that can blossom into a relationship which gets out of control. And next thing you know it, they're falling in love with that person. And sometimes they don't even do physical things with that person. But for us women, since we're emotional beings, they have that emotional connection. They start having that emotional affair. And that's even more damaging and harder to break free from than a physical affair, correct? And then for men, you know where I'm going with this, right? Men, kind of different. They usually step out of the relationship or out of the marriage because they're not getting sexually fulfilled. So mm-hmm. for them, it's more like an impulsive thing, like mm-hmm. a sexual desire. They they need to get their rocks off. They need to feel that ego lift because, oh, mm. this girl slept with me. 
and this and that. And so for that, a lot of guys will cheat just to get sexual fulfillment or meet their sexual criteria desire because they're not getting it at home from their wife or their girlfriend. Both are, of course, are completely wrong, correct? You don't ever go outside of a relationship to fix no. the problem. You go into the relationship, face the problems head on, do whatever right. it takes to solve it. You don't go outside to fix it. That's where people go wrong. I So we talked about this, about us being traditional. This is why I like men to chase me. I like a man to pick me because men are not naturally monogamous creatures. They want variety. They want the hunt. So girls, you girls that are chasing men, stop because, yeah, they'll fuck you. They'll use you for whatever you give them. But they really want the prize and you need to act like the prize. Sorry, I'm getting off a little bit of a tangent here because the monogamous thing, right? And so, and it's nobody's fault and I don't ever want, I know you've been, I've been cheated on, everyone's been cheated on and I never want the woman to feel like, oh my God, I did something wrong um, because a guy needs his nuts off. But I was in a 10-year relationship with a man whose nuts didn't work, Okay. He never wanted to have sex with me. I didn't go outside of the relationship. Like he used steroids when he was in college. So, and he was very stressed out and very sensitive and he traveled all the time and he was addicted to porn. So he never wanted to have sex with me. He was desensitized he was, from the porn. That's the problem. We can, we'll talk about that on another episode, but he, um, I think he built up resentment towards me because he was so loyal to me and he wouldn't cheat and he didn't cheat that there was some resentment there, right? Where, thank God, I'm glad he didn't cheat because, I, you know, I don't want STDs, you know, or, or whatever. But, um, God, it's so, it's, it's so tough because I think now, and the reason I'm bringing this up is when I talk to a guy and I ask them like, hey, do you know what it's going to take forever, forever? Listen, I don't know. I'm Maybe it's, I'm in my sexual prime right now. I'm making up for lost time because I was in a relationship where the guy wasn't having sex with me. And I like, and I get that's what men want. Um, but also mentally, but also I want to, I want to be with a man that understands like this is going to fade. And so we got to have some connection up here as well, because that's sexy. When you have that mental connection, mm -hmm. you have the physical is so much better, mm -hmm. you know? I agree. Well, look at me. The last, you know, handful of people I've dated, they're not like tens or nines or eights. It's their personality that I was attracted attracted to. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all about the the mental connection. Um, I mean, of course, you have to be somewhat attractive in the beginning because how do you get that ball moving? If they're not like attractive attractive one bit to you you can't get that ball that momentum to move so mm -hmm. for me it's like they can be like a, a four or five and I'll give them a chance and then if their their personality matches mine and we connect really well oh mm -hmm. yeah I'm all about them and then all of a sudden light bulb moment this guy's freaking hot to me mm -hmm. he is so mm -hmm. like incredible good looking good personality like something switches inside of me where I look at this guy in a whole different realm because I know the inner person that his outer appearance starts to really look like a 10 to me. Right. 
Do you get and, that way? Uh, 100%. Like, I've mm. definitely dated men. Most of the guys I've been with are, um, I, I don't know, like, I've settled, I guess you could say. But it's their personalities. But, it, it, but that just goes to prove to you, Christy, a four will still cheat. If he's a cheater. I a cheater, know. Well, look a what cheater happened is always to me. A cheater. Yeah. Look what happened to me. That's why right now, today, mm-hmm. right now, I'm just going to go for the tens from now on because if a four is going to cheat on me, I might as well go for the freaking ten. That's why I say date Jeez. the young guys like I'm doing because you know you know exactly what you're getting. They're hot as F. They got great mm-hmm. recovery time. Mm-hmm. They adore you. I just can't. You know what, though? I just cannot stand dating a ten. Because when you go places with them, the whole time they're like this. <laughs> I've never noticed that. Scanning oh. the room, scoping oh, the room because they want eyes mm. on them. They want eyes mm. on them. And it's like, man, if I ever marry this guy, is he going to be jealous because all eyes on the bride and not the groom? So those are just narcissists. Those are just egomaniacs. I mean, we all have seen them. We've all been with them. Um, the secret is just get out before it gets... Before you get too deep. Yeah, abort mission. Um, Okay, so cheaters, um, sucks, never feels good. I think every woman in the world has been cheated on. Oh, I saw a meme the other day where it was like Halle Berry cheated on, Sandra Bullock cheated on, like all these gorgeous, beautiful women cheated, 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 cheated. Every woman has been cheated on. It doesn't matter how beautiful you are. It's like... But see, that's the thing. That is the thing. Thank you very much. If a, if you give a three or a four the time of day, and let's say you start dating them and you start being like, oh, head over heels about this guy putting him up on a pedestal, he's never had that from a woman before, let alone a woman as pretty as you. So what happens in his mind? He starts thinking, oh, shit, I'm, I'm good. I can probably do better than this chick. And he starts <laughs> looking at himself in a whole different mirror that he's like a nine or a ten. And his mirror is freaking lying to him. It raises his stock. I mean, it's like a Seinfeld episode where George had a, a picture of a beautiful woman in his wallet and he would accidentally let women see it. Oh, that's my ex-girlfriend. Because yep. it raises his stock because mm-hmm. now that woman is like, mm-hmm. oh, that's your ex-girlfriend? Oh, then you must be something. But that's a Seinfeld episode. I know that happened to you personally mm-hmm. and that sucks. But you know, with um, us women, we can't blame ourselves because, okay, in all honesty, right. I know... I do have some weaknesses when I date people or when I was married. I'm not 100% innocent in a breakup. I get it. However, I never deserve to be cheated on. I never deserve to be lied to. Mm-mm. All that stuff. No one ever mm-hmm. deserves it. And I am so loyal and trustworthy that, dude, I don't cheat. Mm-hmm. I don't lie. I don't do any of those things. But let alone these guys think they can play me like that. Well, guess what, buddy? Mm-mm. Not no more. I find out real quick. And you know what I'm talking about, girl. I find out all the time. I know we're actually PIs, unpaid PIs. But I will say, um, again, I'm not giving my heart or my time and my energy and and my soul to a guy until they've proven themselves. Because it's it's just human nature. The honeymoon phase, like, ooh. Mm-hmm. And I've tried you know? different things. I've tried different things like not sleeping with the guy until like, you know, the time was right and there was well, monogamy and ex- exclusive. Well, you, yeah. yeah. 
commitment. I've I've done that. It's not like I'm like so quick to, you know, get in bed with them. I make them work for me and I'm talking a long time. Okay, but I'm going to call you out right now because this person you're talking about told you he was going through a divorce and separated. Red flag, ladies, don't date a man that says he's recently separated or recently, I mean, recently divorced. I had that situation happen where I, I matched up with a guy who said he was recently divorced. Turns out I knew his wife Surprise! once I started looking at his social media. And I asked her <laughs> about it and she's like, we haven't been separated that long. He wasn't even freaking divorced yet. He is just... The dust anyway. has, hasn't even settled yet. The dust hadn't even and settled. Here he and now is she's sending stalking you, my social media. <laughs> and here he is sending you dick pics right off the bat. Really? <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? I swear I didn't ask for him. God, but, these men, um, I tell you, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, d- ask but, for divorce papers. So red flag, same thing with my situationship. If a guy says he's not ready to be in a relationship, listen to him, ladies. If a guy says he's separated run for the hills, say, you know what, this guy needs to do some work and he needs to work on himself because fresh out of the gate, these guys are DTF. They are going to stick their dicks in anything that moves. So if you're, I mean, hey, more power to you. If you're, oh, if that's okay and you're in, you're into casual sex and something casual and you're in that same place. But if you really want a relationship, run. Run. I agree. I agree. You got to know what type of questions to ask. Look at patterns. Look at patterns um, over time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Face to face conversations, how they react, their body language, their mannerism. Um, I mean, there are a lot of good con artists out there, you know, like the last one I dated, but I'm yeah. just glad it didn't last as long as it did. I mean, as yeah. long as it could have, I should say. So, yeah. Live and learn, yeah. take that one and um, learn from it, move on, become stronger from it. Things like that, when you suffer, when your heart breaks, it just makes you grow into a better woman. Yep. So what doesn't kill us make us stronger. I know that's so such a cliche, but it is true. Absolutely. Okay. 110%. Yep. Yeah. Oh, All let me right. check my I- bubble right now. <laughs> well, wait let me wait, check, check mine my... <laughs> let me check oh, mine yeah. i was talking to this yeah. guy last night and we were being all cute and then just wah 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 this morning like yeah mm-hmm. whatever maybe, bro maybe he's hung over whatever that's what i'm saying so much fallout people i just i just assume everybody's full of shit unfortunately i hate to be a negative but you just don't put too much stock into anything especially on the dating apps, but um, but that's an uh, good. We're gonna go. God, there's so much to fucking talk about, man. Uh, <laughs> I know this conversation can go on forever. We I have know. a lot of there, stories to be continued. Yeah, so, all right, ladies. So, well, let's wrap this episode up. Thank you, Christy. Thanks, thanks for being vulnerable and sharing your story. You no, know, no. it's not easy to admit that you've been cheated on because. People may tend to look at you like it was your fault and it wasn't your fault. Like this guy was mm-hmm. probably a sex addict mm-hmm. or uh, an egomaniac. Oh, no. I, 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 no, that's complimenting the guy. No. <laughs> He's no David Duchovny. Um Yeah. Well, he, well, he, he, his loss. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Screw that guy. I'm glad he's 
kicking rocks. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for joining That's us right. for this episode. We talked about cheaters and plastic surgery. And we will see you next time. Yes. You got to show up to glow <laughs> up. That's right. We'll see you next time. That's right. Is that right? That's right. <laughs> you nailed it. Okay. Okay. Right. Bye. All right, guys. Bye.